Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. And we return to Our American Stories. When Apollo 8 took off from the John F. Kennedy Space Center in 1968, the Vietnam War was in full swing. And earlier that year in April, Martin Luther King Jr. had been assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee. This all wasn't lost on Apollo 8's three astronauts, Frank Borman, Jim Lovell, and William Anders, as they took off on their grand journey around the moon. Here to tell the story of what happened... With that in mind, is Steve Cates. Take it away, Steve. Apollo 8, NASA made a decision that they would send three astronauts on a journey around the moon for 10 lunar orbits in 1968 around Christmas time. There was a lot of objections in some of the higher you know, offices of NASA that this might not have been the right thing to do because we only tested Apollo 7 in Earth orbit, and yet we haven't sent the Apollo spacecraft to the moon yet. So Frank Borman, Jim Lovell, and William Anders did that most incredible feat. Here's Jim Lovell, astronaut on Apollo 8, with more. Well, my first sensation, of course, was not too far from the Earth, because when we turned around, we could actually see the Earth start to shrink. Now, the highest anybody had ever been, I think, had been either, I think it was Apollo or Gemini 11, up about 800 miles or something like that, and back down again. And all of a sudden, you know, we were just, just going down. And it, was, it reminds me of driving a car, looking out the back window, going inside a tunnel and seeing the tunnel entrance shrink as it gets, as you go farther into the tunnel. It was uh, quite a quite a sensation to, to think about. You know, and you had to pinch yourself. Hey, we're really going to the moon. I mean, you know, this is it. 
I was a navigator, and it turned out that the navigation equipment was perfect. I mean, it was just, you couldn't ask for a better piece of navigation equipment. Coming into the moon itself, the last day, our blunt end was towards the moon, and we didn't see it as it got bigger. But the ground called up, and the mission control said, now at such and such a time, and they named it right down to the second, you lose communication with us because the moon's gravity will swing you around to the far side. Right to the second, there was static in our earphones, no comm. Then, of course, we, uh, uh, we lit the uh, engine to slow down, and we got into lunar orbit, and this is where we started to look at the moon, you know, and uh, we, all those nice things we said. And that Christmas message, when we determined, first of all, that we would get and burn into the lunar orbit on Christmas Eve, we thought, boy, we, something's got to be appropriate to say. We, we ought to say something. What, what can we say? And we couldn't think of anything. Then there was a fellow that I think Borman knew. His name was Cyborgine. Well, it's another example of the wonderful country we live in. We got Julian Cheer, who was the head of uh, public information for NASA in Washington, called me one day and said, you're going to have the largest audience that's ever listened to or seen a, a, a television picture of a human on Christmas Eve. And you've got, I don't know, five or six minutes and I said, well, that's great, Julian, what do we do? And he, he said, do whatever is appropriate. That's the only instructions. Then that's the exact word, do whatever is appropriate, whatever you feel is appropriate. And be honest with you, we were so involved in the mission, and this was a peripheral one, uh, so I just uh, kind of farmed that out to a friend of mine, Cy Borgen, uh, and, uh, from Washington. Uh, he was with the U.S. Information Agency, I think had gone with them, some of the astronauts around on their trips. Uh, Frank asked him, could he come up with something appropriate? Well, he could, but he knew another person, I think it was a newspaper man, I forget his name, that he said, okay, I'll think it over, I'll try to see what I can do. And he was working almost all night trying to think of appropriate words, and his wife came down and said, why don't you have them read something from the Bible? And they said, well, that's, you know, the, the New Testament. No, she says, the Old Testament. Reading from Genesis. Because, you know, this would be very appropriate. And I discussed it with Bill and Jim, and, and we, we had it typed on the flight plan, and that's, I didn't give it any more thought than that. So that's how it came to pass. They said the first 10 verses of Genesis, which is really the foundation of many of the world's religions. That's how it got started. Now approaching uh, lunar sunrise, and uh, for all the people back on Earth, the crew of Apollo 8 has a message that we would like to send to you. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the Earth, and the Earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night, and the evening and the morning were the first day. And God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning of the second day. God said, let the waters under the heaven be gathered together into one place, 
the earth on Christmas Eve had a great effect I think on all three of us I can only speak for myself but it had for me because the, the wonderment of it and the fact that the earth looks so lonely in the universe it's the only thing with color all of our emotions were focused back there with our families and so on so that was the most emotional part of the flight for me we were so curious so excited about being at the moon that we were like three school kids looking into a candy store window, watching those ancient old craters go by from, and we we're only 60 miles above the surface. We didn't have any kind of feeling, at least myself, of, you know, fear or if, you know, are we going to get back or not. It was just, just to be there was such an exciting moment that, you know, would have done it all the time. I felt very, very uh, uh, honored and lucky to be there. There was a little bit of concern as to how that would be, you know, received in the world. But NASA gave them the permission to do that. I mean, it wasn't something that was really that controversial. But in many circles, they, they thought that, hey, this is an appropriate thing to do as we celebrate the birth of the Christ child, Christmas, and read from the book of Genesis and talk about the creation, according to the Bible, of how the universe was formed and God and his wonderful ways of how he manifests beauty and, and love to all the people of the world and probably to all people in the other civilizations outside of this world. At the time, we didn't know what the effect of the flight would be. We didn't know whether the flight was going to be successful or not. But, you know, with riots and assassinations and the war going on, I was part of a thing that finally gave an uplift to the American people about doing something positive, which was really, uh, that's why I say Apollo 8 was really the high point of my space career. Their neutrality in politics was always number one. But reading from the Bible was just in their opinion, and I, I approve of it. I think it was a beautiful thing because at that time, there's a way to send a message about peace and love, and why not do that during a time when everybody needed a calming? It was probably one of the most watched shows ever in the history of television. And I don't know the exact number of people that were watching, but it's in the hundreds of millions, and it was so well done. And I thought that the reading of the Bible and the book of Genesis was apropos for the time when tensions were very high in America. And a terrific job on the editing and production and storytelling by Monty Montgomery. A special thanks to Steve Cates. And also a special thanks to NASA Johnson Space Center Oral History Project for some of the audio in this piece and NASA itself. The astronauts knew they needed to say something appropriate on Christmas Eve with the largest television viewing audience, perhaps in history. They were told to do something appropriate, and my goodness did they. The story of the reading of Genesis, the story of Americans in orbit around the moon, and God's creation, here on Our American Stories.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 